0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in, throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast with a special guest. I am Danny Williams, and Jake Myers here as usual. Uh, Quentin McCarty is here as well. Quentin, what's up, bro? How's it going? Uh, man, it's good. We uh, Quentin, hanging around the radio show and the station here today with us. We thought we'd bring in the Broncos Blitz podcast. Um, uh, he's a you know he's entrenched in these teams. He knows what's up with these teams here, and I uh, wanted a different little perspective or or point of view than uh, Jake and I. Even though I think we're. Have kind of mastered everything. I think we have the answers to almost anything and everything that you would want to know, Jake, but it's still to have um, some outside perspective in here and Quentin. So thanks for joining us. Here's what we do here thanks in the Broncos Blitz podcast. Yeah, man, of course. we. Um, it's never more than 30 minutes. It's never less than 20. We take a halftime break. Uh, we keep the um, topics and the energy kind of moving. Um, there's Broncos Blitz podcast I want to talk about quarterbacks all day. There's Broncos podcast that want to talk about... Um, Analytics. That. Oh, there's Broncos podcast. I want to t- you know prop up their team and let's um, keep it positive. We're positive guys, and most people who listen to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Love these Broncos, the Broncos country. But we're also if we're, if we're one thing, we're realistic. But also, there's Broncos Blitz podcast or those uh, Broncos podcast out there that are um, hosted by guys from Chicago and for went to school in Syracuse and guys. You know, we Jake and I are two very rare. Denver guys from Denver here covering our Denver team. So, like, the perspective we have on these teams is a little bit different. We love them, um, but we're hard on them, too. It's like P90X. We hate love them. them. Wait, wait, we hate them, but we <laughs> love them, you know. So, uh, you feel me? Love-hate relationships. It is. That's what it is. And that's Broncos country has with this team. You know, we're – man, you know, we're, we're too – Broncos country's is too good to settle for shit football. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and we, we, we know what – championship football looks like and feels like and smells like and tastes like all that kind of stuff so it makes it hard man these i just heard something um this is the lowest point in terms of record and consecutive losing seasons that the broncos have had since like the late 60s to early 70s 68 to 73 or something when the franchise was like a startup had nothing going for them they could have moved to st louis and to la and all these places like all these other teams did back in the day maybe if it wasn't for floyd little they would have but it's de- you know it's low times in broncos country how do we turn the corner i mean that's kind of the goal that's kind of like the mission um it's been a long time since the
1: broncos have been this bad and lofty expectations have stayed with this broncos team despite
0: their struggles well and it, they haven't lived up to it for the past Half decade. You said something interesting. A long time they've been this bad. Well, they're as good as they've been now in four or five years. Right. But we're now, um, it's the end of November. We got one month and it's 2022. We were in San Francisco for the Broncos um, in Santa Clara um, as they hoisted Lombardi. That was the 2015 season. In 2016, was that Super Bowl through Super Bowl 50. That's six years ago. That's a long freaking time ago, Quentin. That's like, it's
2: very long ago. Seems like yesterday, but it was a while ago. Almost it, 10 years.
0: It does seem like uh, a long time ago. Do you know one thing I got to remind people, though, is the Broncos have, it's not like they have not tried to find a quarterback. They've tried everything. They've tried everything. They've tried everything except, except for... Drafting the first round quarterback very high, a lottery pick, so to speak. Right. Uh, we know the flyer on Paxton. We know the Keenum um, backup, ready to be a starter. We know the Flacco. Let's see if what he's you know he's on the what what tread's left on these tires. We know the second round flyer right. for the guy who we might have had a first round grade on. Right. We we've done all that. What we haven't done is. The number six overall Justin Herbert experiment, the Josh Allen experiment, the Deshaun Watson and Mahomes experiment, those are all hits there. There you know, in between there was a Rosen. In between there, you know, that's Matt Leiner and uh, Jay Cutler territory. But also, again, we know the Broncos are going to be drafting number one, number two, number four, number five overall. Okay, we're not; they're too good this season to do so. But with the firepower that they have with um, the extra second and third round from Vaughn, um, I think when it comes to the draft, they can do anything they want Get into it, to the point of getting into the top six or seven.
2: Yeah, it's definitely up there for them to take. If they want to get into the top six or seven, they can. They've got the draft capital. It's yeah. just, is there a guy that they want to move up for?
0: Well, again, um, it's never perfect, okay? We're, no. we're, 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 there's three dudes here. And you know, we're Jake and I call ourselves the most handsome show on radio. But also, <laughs> we know that with our ladies, we've overachieved. We've outkicked our coverage. And they settled for three uglies like us. (laughs) (laughs) So beggars can't be choosers. And even if the Broncos don't have the perfect fucking prospect we're in love with him check oh man he's with this high school sweetheart check uh, the dad's a hard working uh, middle class guy check okay. it, it, it's never gonna be perfect what did uh, Chris Rock say you're never gonna find the girl who's in, who likes like you the Wu-Tang Clan and Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean right. it's like that don't exist so the Broncos are in no position to be picky it's like I said it's not a perfect comp that dude's been locked up in jail for three or four years when he goes to the club that night, he's gonna be like, eh nah, she's too fat. And nah, <laughs> nah nah, she's a butterface. He's yeah, probably yeah. looking to hook it up. He's trying to hook up, hook that gina up. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean?
2: First thing moving.
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So be realistic, Denver Broncos. If we don't love somebody, again, that's why they should have taken Fields or Mac Jones. Do you love them? Maybe you in love with them? No, but are you in a position where you have to take them? You have to take them? You had to do it. And now this draft here, I think George Payton now, you know. Again, Again, I could appreciate a guy who sticks to his guns. He just didn't have the grade on Justin Fields, and he just didn't have the grade on Mac Jones. But But he knows Teddy. He knows Teddy from Minnesota. That is true, but I just can't fucking live a life knowing that I passed on a quarterback like Mac Jones for a a corner. Dude, he might end up being Champ Bailey-esque. But Champ Bailey didn't win no freaking Super Bowls and didn't play in any until Peyton Manning got here. And poor Champ Bailey in the third quarter or third preseason game, whatever it was, gets his foot uh, Liz Franked. He's never the same again. And that's a career. That's a career. And you know what? I don't know if there's been ever a better corner ever than Champ. And I love Dion and Ronnie Law when he was the corner and all these guys. But uh, the greatest corner of all time who shuts down. of the field ain't gonna win you a fucking Super Bowl. You gotta have a quarterback. And they, again, you know what I mean? And at nine overall, with two guys on the board right there, they kind of had to take one. They didn't. And now they're in position to. Are we going to run this thing back next year? Um, I think Teddy's the perfect guy. Teddy said all the right things. I think if Drew Locke was starting, Teddy would back him up proudly and come in and play the game. He wouldn't have a fit about it. He's a pro's pro. Teddy's been through a lot. So if you're going to draft a quarterback here this next year, Teddy can start the season. Teddy can start the season, and you know maybe the next season you align the stars, uh, you ride Javante to sixteen or seventeen hundred yards, and Teddy next year takes you 10, 10 or eleven wins. But you better have a backup quarterback. That backup to Teddy better be a first round draft pick, very high. This Kyle Pickett, this uh, Matt Corral, yeah, there's one right there. There's, um, I mean, there's about four to five dudes who are going to be shuffled. Who the people are going to have first round grades on you got to find one. you got to have one. Um, That's real hope. That's a real game plan for a future. And anything other than that will not be enough for Broncos country.
1: Speaking of the future, and you mentioned this on the radio show, and it's in regards to Teddy as well. You said Teddy made Tim Patrick a richer man. Uh, Well, Tim Patrick is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season going into 2022, and so is Cortland Sutton. Um, And – we had a caller ask, well, which one do you keep? Which one do you move on from? Uh, ideally, situation, you, you bring back both at a decent price. But I don't know if you'll be able to bring back both of them. Um, if it was me, I'm keeping Tim Patrick. You know, Cortland Sutton, after that ACL injury, doesn't seem to be the same guy. Um, and Tim Patrick has, you know, came out of nowhere, and he's, he breathes consistency. That's all he is, is
2: consistent. Tim Patrick is very consistent. Uh Cortland Sutton, I think he's gonna be he's gonna act more like the prima donna wide receiver when it comes down to negotiations and he's gonna want his money no matter what his injury says. But with Tim Patrick, I think you're getting pretty much the same production from the same kind of guy with someone who's got a better locker room attitude. Not saying I don't know Corden C- yeah. Sutton or his attitude, but he you just get, seems like
0: it. You get um close to the same player. At about thirty cents on the dollar, right? The um, yeah, the Tim Patrick contract would be like the Rod Tidwell um, at the end of Jerry Maguire, where he gets the new twelve-year, uh, four four four-year twelve million dollar deal with you know seven or eight million guaranteed. It's the most money he ever made. I mean, the guys like Tim Patrick and think you know who's you know making chump change you know guys like that I say he hadn't even bought his mama a house yet you know what I mean right. so he ain't gonna he's gotta chase that dollar a little bit and how cool would it be for it to happen here in Denver to get paid Cortland Sutton might be better off going and trying to find himself uh, be a high-end number two somewhere else um, I think there's probably five six eight destinations where Cortland Sutton would would fit and I think he's due to make eight or ten million bucks per uh, times uh, four years with half of that guaranteed you know right. four year. 40, uh, with 20 million guaranteed. Um, He's, you know what though? He was on pace um, to have himself, uh, you know, 50, 60 million over four years with, you know, 35 guaranteed, three years of that real true guaranteed money, 30, 30 million guaranteed. Injuries cost him. That's the uh, price to do him, you know, business, man. It, it ain't easy. Um, the NFL, it's cruel. Um, it's never fair. Uh, Garrett Bowles found himself uh, having a career year during a contract year. Uh, Cortland Sutton's in a contract um, year now coming off a major injury. Is it fair? It ain't fair. It's not fair. Uh, the Broncos, again, it's not the Patriot way, but they, the Patriots would let him move on and they'd sign the cheap guy and they would take and accept what they got out of him for the draft pick that they used to acquire him. Now you know, and why bring a guy if you don't think Cortland Sutton's going to have a next four years as good as these previous four? Because you think the injury's not going to bounce back from it or whatever. Well, it might sound cold blooded, but you got to move on from the guy. It ain't your friends; it's your business.
2: That's the business.
0: (laughs) You know, it is what it is. So, I love uh, Cortland Sutton. Actually, I think he's a good dude. Uh, Injuries like his, sometimes they say a guy it's a second in the second year he comes all the way back from it. Um, Again, this team is invested in Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler.
2: Very high. I don't know so, why they're invested on in KJ Hamler so much, but well, again, they are. They
0: are. They took, they took, they took a, a second-round pick on the guy. They're going to wait for the injury to come back. I don't know when he will next year. Um, He's got the same injury as Cortland Sutton did. Right. So, you know, Jerry Judy, you envision Jerry Judy being a star and have to pay him mega bucks in a couple years. So, you know, that's the kind of things they have to consider. So, you know, Judy, you're one. Tim Patrick, you're two. Hamler, you're three. Finally, another Tim Patrick in the draft somewhere. Right. I saw Kendall Hillen have a nice little catchers' There's guys all over the place who right. can, you know, be a fourth and fifth receiver. But I think that um, Tim Patrick has a chance to be a, a, a really solid number two receiver or a team's best third receiver in the whole league.
2: Absolutely. And it's like
0: a Robert Woods type under a real team and like a team where he gets touches and has a real quarterback. So
2: Real quarterback with a real offensive coordinator who calls sure. the right plays at the right time for him.
0: Yeah, but gotta I put say it all together Yeah, and we'll call it halftime here. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater's made Tim Patrick some money this season. Definitely. It's made him look really, really good. And also injuries have helped uh, catapult Tim Patrick into, you know, um, them needing him for, you know, just uh, someone to uh, for, you know, just pure sheer touches.
2: Next man up. Yeah. When it's your turn, do what, you, do what he's doing. Get paid
0: for sure. Uh DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the of the NFL new customers who bet just $1. $1, okay? We'll get $100 in free bets when um, when your team scores, then then you score. There's no catches here. They know That's they okay. they're trying to be cute here. When your team scores, uh, you get a hundred dollars in free bets. But all they're asking you to do is bet one dollar. So deposit ten bucks, bet a dollar, uh, get a hundred dollars in free bets. Uh, turn into some same game parlays uh, where you combine multiple bets from one single game into a large payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Obviously, I told you um, yesterday. so a ten dollar same game with like six legs it paid out 1200 for a guy and I was like dang it was like you could see it happen it wasn't like outrageous stuff it wasn't like two guys getting triple doubles or a guy scoring 40 points it was just he put a, a nice parlay together and it hit so DraftKings safe, secure reliable best of all you can deposit withdraw your money whenever you want download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code MHS bet one dollar on either team to score and you win a hundred dollars in free bets if they score or when they score you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 or older colorado only new customers only restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700
1: so the broncos are five and five at the bye week there's a lot of uh teams right around that mark you know 500 uh or not quite 500 yeah. um and What's the difference between well, the Broncos bro, five and five? Here's
0: why. Here's why. And the rest of these guys and five and five. About fives. three times this season, Jake and I wore black into the studio and we did eulogies <laughs> and we freaking buried <laughs> these guys. About three times this season yeah. after what we thought were critical losses. You couldn't bounce back from it. This is a must win if you lose your season's effed they they lost then they had back to back wins against the Redskins and um, Cowboys against Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, you know, we pumped new life back into this team. They uh, after the Steelers lost, and after the ch- your Chiefs continue to keep losing, um, and the Raiders and the Chargers are now basically five hundred teams. The Broncos have basically stayed in contention here um, due to for one, the Chiefs aren't eight and one or nine and one or eight and two right now, and uh, two, they've done just enough to kind of. Um, I don't know, to stay in contention, basically. Uh, but, like, in reality, and then, you know, again, Broncos country, we know, like, what good football looks like. Right. Um, and, we're the, we know, this ain't the Lions or the, the Dolphins or uh, the Vikings where the goal is to make the playoffs. Broncos country is about winning championships, and anything short of that won't suffice or or, or be okay. But also it's like Broncos country, we got to be – realistic as well and we can't be flaky and flighty we can't you know continue to you know uh, bang on teddy and act like true Locke is somehow without doing anything has gotten better he hasn't played a lick he hasn't done shit but all of a sudden he's better now because teddy missed a tackle the two things <laughs> it's hey it's bro ridiculous. it's ridiculous it's unrelatable you it know it's <laughs> like it the is. two things it's like one of the you know they don't connect so you know, man. It's uh, the truth. Is they're five and five. Give me the other five and fives. You got the Cleveland Browns with the uh, Bakerless Browns, but they still think they're going to find a way to get right, get healthy, right. And make the playoffs. They have a good and roster,
2: but who is they? The um, Cleveland, Browns fans, Cleveland Browns fans, the fans. media. Do you know what or do you?
0: Oh, well, they Are you part of they? Well, you're looking at me. You got to look across the table at Jake because Jake picked them to go to a Super Bowl. So if there's anyone I'm who saying. might want to hang on hey, to hey, Listen, and I'm, I'm not bagging Jake <laughs> because listen, it ain't Listen, it's it's it, things happen. And teams crumble. Injuries kind of happen. But I think there's guys out there like Jake who still, you know, he made their predictions who might kind of believe. I'm out on the Browns. You are? You're I'm out on the, out the, Browns? On the Browns
1: big okay. time. I don't even know if they'll make the playoffs okay. this year. I think the Bengals might have a better shot. They're 5-4. and four.
0: Okay. In-house, though, do the Browns think they're going to come back and make the playoffs? Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. Definitely do. Every uh, team
1: at that Well, at not that point. every team.
0: That's what we're trying to figure out. Do the Colts, who are 5-5 five and five, in-house, think they're making the playoffs yes. right now? Yes. Yes, they, they do. do. The okay. defense is riding high. Do the five and four Chargers and Raiders believe they're making the playoffs?
2: I think the Chargers do. Raiders don't. Really? Raiders, I don't think the Raiders do. The Charger after after what happened in Can uh, against Kansas City, I think the Raiders came back down to I reality. You guys are speaking on
0: behalf of the Raiders. I think the Maybe. Raiders, of course, think the Raiders just showed no way. through
2: four or five games
0: we had the best resume in football. We were. But That's at the beginning of the season. A
1: lot of things have changed since then. They've lost their coach. No Henry Ruggs. No Jamon
0: Arnett. They lost everybody. I thought from the beginning of the season they were living a lie. I call them fool's gold, and I said they were top-heavy. Just because you think Carr can be an MVP candidate and Josh Jacobs can run the ball hard, and they got Darren Waller, that don't mean the rest of the the players uh, 5-4 40 or 5 through 53 are worth a damn because I don't think they are. I think right. they were living a big lie. Um, so uh, the Panthers are 5 and 5 with Cam Newton. Do you, th- do you think they have new life in a uh, uh, um, kind of a, other than the Buccaneers, kind of a poop division? Absolutely. I mean, especially if you look at Robbie Anderson, their
1: best receiver um and and his attitude with Sam Darnold you know he was not happy and, right. and as soon as as soon as Cam comes into the picture he's smiling he's laughing he's dancing the vibe when Cam Newton is on the team is completely different and now they're back they they're revitalizing Christian McCaffrey came back from injury finally so the
2: Panthers they definitely think they can make a wild card yeah good vibes can definitely bring a new energy to the team. Cam Newton can definitely bring energy to a team. Christian McCaffrey coming back strong. Uh, and their defense is pretty good, actually. So, of course, Carolina thinks they can make it. Their division, I mean, it's not that bad. I guess uh, the Saints, they'll probably fall off since they're having quarterback issues. Tampa Bay, mm, they I don't know if those – I still don't think Carolina will make it. I don't. No, I in the NFC it'll probably I think be the top. one
0: team that's maybe in the Broncos boat or position or situation is Carolina because it's the uncertainty at the quarterback right, position? Yeah. No one believes it's like even if it's we have it right here in Broncos country. It's like well, even if we got back in it, what's it all for? We're gonna get our ass kicked. We're gonna get smoked in the playoffs anyway. There's got to be a progression though, guys. Right. So yeah. whether you think nine and eight is you rather have seven and ten, nine and eight is four wins better than five and eleven last year. Right. Nine and eight, all things considered, with all the injuries. Again, I thought Teddy got um, the Ravens game. They were riding a hot hand. Teddy got it, knocked. Out of the game, your game's over. And the next week, yeah, there's. I think he had to took him a quarter, or two, uh, uh, half a football to get his traction. I think his bell was still rung a little bit. That's two mm-hmm. losses right, right there. So say the and they came back and they were one score away from um, um, tying, tying that, that, game that game with the Steelers. So say the Steelers game is different, and they're six and four. If they're six and four right now, guys, for for us acting like, oh uh, well. You know, this fucking team sucks. Eh, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, we know what's best. Eh, we have we got three Lombardis. We know about it. This team's not good enough. Listen, if they were six and four right now and they beat the Eagles, the tone right now, what we're talking about right now, completely different. No doubt, would everything be would be different. Quentin, we'd we'll be talking about. Well, defense, yeah, we got two weeks you know. to prepare for uh, the Chargers to be seven and four, uh, seven and four, then setting up first place with the Chiefs for the division the week after. I mean, like boom just like that one game everything changes but that's what it is that's kind of what football is or college one, football is you know boom 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 one week to the next you lose one game right. you're
2: kind of fucked so but that one that one week could kill your whole motivation and the way the way they looked against the eagles and the way the game went some of the some of the mental things that happened in that game didn't look like totally not move, good enough didn't look like they were no, going to be the 5 and 5 enough. team to make the playoffs or make that run into sure the, end of the very season very deflating or, Deflated, not good enough. And so, the way, the way they sound, and we kind of know that we kind of know that. So, the final
1: but. five and four team is the Saints. Um, and they got t money
0: sizzle. Uh, <laughs> tra- tra- I don't know why Trevor Simeon Taysom Hill's not the starting quarterback for them right now.
2: He makes enough money to be, I, they don't believe in him, they don't believe him, you know, it's,
0: to keep him as a gadget player and have Simeon there as your quarterback. They just don't believe in his kind of passing ability. You know, I guess, I guess. Yeah. So it's got to be. Um. Let's see what else here. What we else? Got Thursday got, night football. Okay, let's talk here. about Thursday night football. We'll, we'll we'll wrap this thing up. I like. You know, speaking kind of, of the wild card, um, Patriots by thirteen. You think by thirteen? <laughs> yeah. Huh. By thirteen.
1: Okay. So yeah, speaking of the wild card, the Patriots have an opportunity to uh, make a wild card, even take their division um, if they continue to play well this season. They're six and four right now. Got the Falcons minus six and a half. Um, they're favored on the road, and there's no Cordero Patterson. There's no Calvin Ridley. Uh, so give me the, the Patriots all day long. Yeah, that just spells doom for
2: Atlanta. They haven't been playing well, well all the season If this anyway. was a
0: Sunday game, I think i take the points in yeah. Atlanta uh, with the full week of preparation all that kind of stuff. Because, like, the, you mentioned, Quinn, the parity in this league the, this yeah. year has been crazy. And um, I don't know if New England's five straight win's kind of good, you know, with Mac Jones. And uh, now, though, I, I think you're right double digit win. Who's going to prepare better um, for New England or for um, on a short week than New right. England? Who's best at shutting down a team's best player in Kyle Pitts than New England? Um, this one's probably 27 13 kind of game now, I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, 24-13 kind of game. Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: I am with you guys. So the over/unders at uh, 47, uh I'm taking the under on that. I'm going to say Patriots 28
2: and Falcons 13. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Patriots mm, 20. I don't I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think they're going to get out early and then just kind of 47's a th- total I like the under now. You like the under? Yeah. yeah, I like the under too. I'm going to go uh 21 10, low-scoring, boring Thursday night game. Okay. Per usual. usual.
0: All right. Um, that's the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks for being with us. If you listen to the podcast, you like the podcast, then you'd love the show that we do every single day at Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM here in town in Denver. Uh, you can watch at MileHighSports.com if you're out of town here from, uh, like a lot of you guys are. Uh, the app, the Mile High Sports app is a thing of beauty. MileHighSports.com is like, like one of the most powerful sports websites like in a whole region here. Um Probably even like the West Coast, too, to be honest with you. Um, or Jake Meyer. Uh, my guy Quentin did a great job today. He'll be around hanging around a little bit with us. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.